You're listening to the B-School Podcast, episode number three. Welcome to the B-School Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Elise Morrison, and I'm sharing my journey of learning, unlearning, and growth in the hopes that you can do the same. So keeping along with the theme of New Year, Know You, I wanted to take some time today to talk about personality test. Now, I personally love personality test. I actually had the opportunity to get trained in one insights in my last full-time role. And before you start to write this off and just say, this girl is obsessed with personality test, I'm not into them. Let me tell you why. I like personality tests not because I think they're crystal balls, but I think they're conversation starters. They start really great internal monologues, and then they can turn into these really valuable dialogues. I've seen in my own life with my marriage, with some of my friendships, just having that extra layer of insight and even just vocabulary around how your personalities might differ can be really valuable. So I just want to tell you about three of the ones that I've encountered that I think are really popular and tell you what I've gotten from them and then give you some tips for how you can have some deeper self-knowledge through a personality test. So I will start with the Enneagram. The Enneagram is my personal favorite. And what I really like about it is that it comes from a place of your motivations. So it's not just saying, hey, this is how you are. It's saying when you're doing something, you might be coming from this place. So I'm an Enneagram type three, also known as the achiever. And you can even see kind of in what I do in my messaging, my motivation is to have people perceive me as successful. And that's why I have to be so intentional about creating my own definitions of success because otherwise I'm a sponge that absorbs other people's definitions and tries to live into them. And it's not fun. So In order for me to be healthy, in order for me to thrive, I need to know how I'm defining success. So what's great, again, about the Enneagram is it talks about your motivations. It also talks about what you look like when you're healthy, what you look like when you're not healthy. So it's got this really holistic picture that goes beyond you like to be communicated with in this way. It's deeper than that. The second one that I'll mention is Strengths Finders, which is a little bit different. So it's really looking at your strengths. The whole philosophy behind Strengths Finders is that instead of focusing on your weaknesses and trying to fix those, it's so much more effective to focus on your strengths and really build those up. So when you take the normal price test, you'll get your top five strengths. And really the beauty in this tool is that you might not really see something as a strength. A great example, I think, is woo, which has to do with enthusiasm and really inspiring people. So many of the people I know who have woo as one of their strengths don't view it as anything special. It's just their personality. But since woo isn't really high up there for me, I really value having someone on my team who brings up the energy because I'm pretty low-key for the most part. The other value I've seen in Strengths Finders is in being able to map out your team. The strengths are all categorized by different things like ideation or execution. And so you can put them in a matrix and see where your team shows up. So your team might have a lot of people who are great at coming up with ideas or great with relating to people, but they're not good at getting stuff done. And 
that could make sense for why your executors are feeling really bogged down. So I also think it's just a great team building tool. And then the final one is Myers-Briggs. A lot of you have probably heard of this one. It's kind of the OG. And Myers-Briggs, I found it helpful just because of its popularity. Also a lot in a work context. I think there's a lot of good work applications for how you work with someone else based on this. If you're not as familiar with Myers-Briggs, you get a four-letter description. So there's introversion versus extroversion, sensing versus intuition, thinking versus feeling, judging versus perceiving. I won't go into what all of those mean, but basically you're categorized into one of 16 types based on where you fall on this scale. So really my call to action for you would be to take one of these tests and to sit with it. What we used to do in the sessions that I facilitated was have people read through, star what sounds like you, like, wow, that is me to a T. Put a question mark by anything that doesn't sound like you. And then instead of just writing off that line or writing off the test altogether, ask someone who knows you really well to say, hey, this came up. I didn't feel like it was me. Am I on the right track or am I off base and this is a blind spot for me? Because you might be surprised. I will link to these different assessments and the ones that I recommend in the show notes. And I encourage you just to take a few minutes. It can really be anywhere from five to 25 minutes to take one of these assessments to sit with them, to do some thinking, and to get to know yourself a little bit better. In case you haven't heard, I put together a free digital download to help you make more intentional resolutions, and you can pick that up at taylorelease.com resolve. Thanks to Andres Rodriguez for our intro and outro music. Keep in touch at taylorelise.com, that's E-L-Y-S-E, and say hi on Instagram at taylorelisemorrison. See you soon.